It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And it's the Luke and Pete Show. Mark, I'm sort of doing a little voice like um, rhubarb and custard. Yeah. A little bit before our time, but it's still a reference that was really endured. Yeah, I think it was. But it was it was something that endured, I think, old uh, rhubarb and custard. It made shockwaves in the cultural community, though. What? It was just a Yeah, it was cat. 1974. Was it a dog or a Way cat Way before our time. Was it a dog or a cat or something? Like, what was rhubarb was a dog and custard was a cat, I think, and they just hung out. Yeah, so rhubarb is a green dog, and custard, it was a pink cat. Okay. And according to the Wikipedia page, rhubarb was always involved in some kind of misadventure, which he approached with enthusiasm, was custard was cynical and set out to sabotage rhubarb's fun. Right, okay. Ah. So is that kind of of similar to the, well, not really, but it's a little bit of a crossover between Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner there? I guess so. I I think some cartoons are quite fucking route one, aren't they, really? (laughs) It's basic stuff. Yeah. It needs to be relatable. Yeah. And um, the great, um, the great Richard Pryor, sadly no longer with us, provided the voices, didn't he? Or did he do the voiceover? Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think they did, they perhaps did the narration. Yeah, I, there was a really good TV show with Richard Pryor's. Um, right. He did the Good Life or something, didn't he? Was yes, he correct, the, yeah. yeah. When he was, and it was about a senile old man. He played a senile old man who was just losing it, but he was just incredible. It was the sweetest TV show. And I seem to remember him blowing up the toilet because he put the wrong bleach in. He put too much bleach in or he mixed the bleach or something like that. And uh, it was just, uh, it was really, really sweet. And I'd never really sort of, and it didn't really sort of make any sort of impact. I love those kind of like lost, forgotten sitcoms. You feel like you're the only person who actually, who actually well, watched uh, There's a few that I really liked that no one really liked. Mm. Uh, Chickens, I thought was really funny. Uh, which is with oh, a That was, of that was uh, ITV, wasn't it? That was no, like... Chickens was Sky One. Sky One. Yeah, um, it felt like TV though. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, Saxondale criminally overlooked. Yeah, yeah Saxondale's yeah. the root of all the modern partridge stuff. You can see him checking out, trying out stuff that would mm. later become the modern iteration of Alan Partridge. Yeah, Steve fair, fair, Saxondale, fair. brilliant to watch. So mm. rewatchable. Um, so good luck to Richard Bryce. God rest him. Mm. But I should also point out that he was also in the um, the 2012 Danny Dyer vehicle, Run for Your Wife. Run for Your Wife with Neil Morrissey. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. famous for. Um, Famous for grossing just six hundred and two pounds. Sex um, Life of the Potato Men. Remember those? All those kind of films that were just like would come out. Do you know Sex Lives of the Potato Men is a weird one because it's got Corden in it, isn't it? Corden and Simon Pegg. No, well, it's got Gareth from The Office. I, I don't. I've not seen it. You're right, and I'm going to come on to that point. I haven't seen it, 
and I should probably watch it, although it's quite mm. difficult to find on streaming services. Um, the, the cast is absolutely incredible. Mm. How can it be so bad, right? Johnny Vegas is capable. Can we agree with that? Oh, Johnny Vegas, yeah. right, yes. Johnny okay. Vegas, yeah, yeah. Mackenzie Crook is amazing, like multiple mm. BAFTA winner. Mm. Mark Gatiss is in it, yeah. who created Sherlock Big, and yeah. does that stuff. Um, Julia Davis is also in it, mm. who is a brilliant comedy actor. Uh, Adrian Charles is weirdly in it, I don't know why. Because um, <laughs> there's a race and he'll be the commentator or something, won't he? He plays, uh, Adrian Charles apparently plays um, a towel man. A towel man. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so anyway, critics apparently dislike the film intensely and it's one of the only films to have a 0% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I've no idea why. <laughs> what are we talking about? Rhubarb and custard. Rhubarb and... <laughs> Way before our time, but still managed to, um, yeah. to, to, to puncture the cultural zeitgeist. Well, you sort of, I guess, that. I mean, it's a, it's a lovely guitar sound. I saw this... Um, you know, like you have like MIDI uh, guitars. Yeah. So, like, you know, they convert um, analog um, uh, pl- picking and, and notes to uh, digital uh, information. Mm. But there was these mad fucking ones in the, I think, 60s, the late 60s that came out. Right. Like, astonishingly early. These guitars that would just add a lot, they looked so heavy, so heavy, because yeah. they had so much tech in there. Um, and they were like proper organs, but it was played with, um, uh, it, it played like a normal kind of MIDI key, uh, keyboard guitar thing. But, he, but instead of, um, when you would press uh, on the strings, it would complete a circuit to each individual fret. And that would play like a kind of an organ kind of sound effectively. Yeah. But it was incredibly analog and incredibly old school. What's the point of it when you could just play a piano or keyboard? Well, what's the point of any MIDI uh, guitar? Nobody plays them because they sound terrible. It looks fucking sweet. (laughs) No, it's not keytar. It's a proper guitar that converts, uh, the the, the journey of the sound begins when uh, plectrum is picked against a string uh, and the finger is pressed against the... It's just a guitar there. It is just a guitar, but well, it, I, I don't it listens, understand what you're talking about. So, say you play an A on the E string, right? Yeah. The low E. Uh, it says, "What's that then?" The computer in in the guitar nowadays with the MIDI <laughs> MIDI guitar goes, "What's that then?" Oh, I know what that is. It's an A played on the E. It's an A. It's an A, right? Why is I know. The I know what that's going to. It's a supercomputer. <laughs> oh, I know what that is. I'm going to uh, I'm going to tell the computer that an A has just been played. Yeah. And then the computer can either internally or a- externally can basically you've got that as information and basically play a, a dog on roof. But in <laughs> so you go roof 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 yeah, roof, yeah. roof like when you used to get like your weird settings on your key, exactly your yeah. Keyboard, so it turns yeah. analog data into a uh, wingdings of a of sound into, into digital data, yeah. and you can do all kinds of stuff. You could you could uh, have drum beats. So they could have done that back in the sixties, but it'd be completely analog. Well, they couldn't. Well, How would they be able to do that? Well, it, so back then it was all analog. It never went digital. It wasn't a MIDI uh, output. It was just an amazing organ sound that basically was an electronic organ, like a rudimentary electronic organ. But instead of converting to digital data and then producing the audio, uh, it was a completely analog system. But it was an organ, and they're like four grand, and I love it. I Did love you even it. Pick it up. Was it, too heavy? It, was, it seems like there's just so many dials um, and, and stuff on it. If you know what Pete's talking about, <laughs> can you email hello at lukeandpeach.com and explain it to me? Um, can, before we move on, can we also talk a little bit about something we mentioned last week? Right. These um, weird TV radio cassette players you've been buying. Okay. Yeah. From yeah. Shoebury Ness. Shoebury Ness. Jumping in the car, popping on down to Shoebury Ness, paying what a wanna for these old piece of seventies mm. tech. What's a wanna? Hundred quid. No. 
No, oh, right. 20 quid for two. Oh, so that's good. For two? Oh, yeah. Good. Tenner each? Yeah. T- a 10% of the price, I thought. Uh, <laughs> and you got one of them working. I did get one of them working. I managed to figure out a an RF, an HMI to RF kind of input sort of thing. That's crazy. So now I can get... I spoke to LC about these and I showed him the video. And he'd never seen one before. Right. He'd never even heard what, like of one like a TV radio thing before? There was like a little TV connect inside a, a radio yeah. cassette. Because they're built to be portable. I've got yeah. handles on them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So if they're built to be portable, what was the idea behind them? You just put them on a the table and... Or put them wherever you want, plug them yeah. in there, you're plug away. Plug them in, you watch... Um, I could imagine a, a builder on a site watching one. <laughs> Watching the watching well, the World not. Cup, it's supposed to be working. What, um, <laughs> so what do you what have you actually watched through it at the moment? Uh, I watched one of those sad old c words on the on Twitter uh, drinking. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Well, you actually managed guys. to run that through. Yeah, that's brilliant from my computer. Yeah, that's really cool. It was uh, it was a real. I felt like John Logie Baird. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> let me just sum this up. You've gone online. You found them. You got in the car. You drove to Shoebury Nest. Mm-hmm. You paid twenty quid. Yeah. You Lumped them in the car, yep. drove all the way back, spent a few hours sorting them out. Dicking about. And then you were able to watch something that you could have just watched on your phone in like five seconds. Should we do batteries? <laughs> <laughs> it's the platform you're it's interested in. It's the platform. Um, I think it's very interesting to see. Well, actually, there's a bit of a vogue at the moment. Um, um, it's been very tech heavy already, but like, there's a vogue at the moment uh, that, um, that um, retro video game enthusiasts will not play... Uh, video games on flat screens anymore. They insist on playing right. them on big, fat Purists. CRTs. So people are grabbing all stock of these massive behemoth fucking CRTs. They're massive fucking things. And they're ridiculously heavy. They take three men to lift them, three people to lift them. They take, uh, they're, they're like, they're so massive, these things. But people swear by them. Because video games, if, you, if you're into retro video games, these games were created for... Um, Cathode ray tubes. They were created for old, big, but what's the difference? Three D, big, fat tellies. Well, if you watch something on a on a, on a plasma screen or an LCD uh, screen, it just looks a bit too precise or a bit washed out or a bit. These games were designed for the very quick refresh rates of a of a of a, uh, a very quick response rates of a of a of a CRT and all telly basically. And so they just look better. The gradients look better. They look less uh, precise. Is they it look more less- playable? Yes, it is. Yeah, the, the the response rate is ridiculous. And if you're a, a speedrunner or like a speed like you know person who, who relies on that, you can't pixel count as well because the because the pixels are a bit smeary. But um, the response is so much better on those old school tellies because they didn't do so much processing huh. to get the television on so to get the it, signal so on the telly. By some measures, then the new TVs are actually worse. For yeah, this, for but this, for certain for certain things, yeah. but there's a real vogue for finding these old fucking big tellies. How many of them are left? So maybe, well, very few, and and obviously the skills of fixing televisions, which you know will be lost at some point because you know they're 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 quite difficult and fucking dangerous as well. Very very high voltage. Yeah, it's not great for the and also it's not great for the environment because they take ten times as much energy to yeah, get but, them running. But I mean, you'd have to run that against the balance of just disposable tech. People just chuck it. I guess so. Yeah, I suppose. So maybe. So maybe it would balance it out. Yeah. That's that's kind of interesting. And so this is for people who want to play video games as quickly as possible. Well, like retro enthusiasts and stuff, yeah. Are you it's, talking about yourself here? I don't play any video games. It's annoying. I, I sort of read about more video games than I, than I play. Come and play some PUBG with Come me. We need someone else in our squad. We need someone else in our squad, mate. Yeah. Um, let's talk about um, the Stack Sports Day. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. We were on opposing teams, weren't we? They kept us we apart. Were, kept the, us apart. The two big swingers. <laughs> the, two, the, two, uh, the two MVPs. Yeah. Um, how did you feel it went for you? Happy? Not great, to be honest. Why? 
Uh, won the rounders. Terrible at football. We won the rounders, but I didn't hit a single ball or catch a single ball. I was. I, I think I was as atrocious as it possibly could that, that it could be. I, I was so the worst. Do you have? Do you have a feeling like say? You know, if if say your team won a big tournament, but you didn't play a single minute, do you feel yeah, like I feel that? a little bit like that. Yeah, do you? yeah, I feel like you, I let everyone down. You stepped up to the plate in rounders. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't connect bat on ball. No, not not Who once. Who was pitching? Uh, I think everyone. Oh, I think yeah. you were. Think, Who is pitching? Yeah, I think it was you, Luke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was you, you didn't hit any of my balls either. And John was complaining. Uh, the third. No, you're, the but third the thing of is, the you were, stack. you were not rounders pitching in the spirit of the event. You were pitching really low and really fast. I was pitching this the right height and really fast. Because yeah. I didn't want you to hit. I didn't, I didn't want you people to hit it. I got a home run, but we still lost. But then we won, <laughs> we won the five-a-side football, so I was happy with that. You certainly did, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do you, what do you think? We, of were, we were down a player, to be fair, because Temmie bust an ankle. I was kind of a little bit annoyed that you weren't annoyed with me for being too competitive. Because normally you get really annoyed with me for that. I think you've. I, I think you've. I think you. I think we both were two boys with bad knees. Yeah, we weren't enjoying My knees ourselves. Still we, were, we weren't enjoying ourselves at all. Yeah. Um. So I think we. Uh, I think we both. Uh, we both understood our limitations. No, but so we, you're you're making out that I've chilled out a little bit. I think you've chilled out I've a little fucking bit. Fucking that annoys the shit out of me. That <laughs> you've you lost your that. fire, mate. You've that lost your absolutely fire. Absolutely annoys the shit out of me <laughs> to hear you say that, Dawson. It's absolutely <laughs> outrageous. But it was really a day for the young ones, wasn't it? It was for the young. Ones. They were yeah. like, "Come on, Granddad, you come, come on, yeah. and absolutely pick up the bill in the pub after." But <laughs> it ain't about you. We did all right in the darts. We played a bit of darts as well. Oh, we last time we told our Luke and Pete show family that we came last in the darts last time. I actually yeah. came fourth this time. Well, there you go. Well done. You're very happy with top I was, half. I, I upset um, my darts partner by throwing my darts from the other side of the room. Yeah, you always have to do something different. You always have to try and make things, make it so that the rules don't apply to you. Yeah, but if it happens. Fuck me, it's going to be good. Why are you covered in paint today, by the way? Not your, not your You're business. covered in white paint. Stay away from that. my shed. Um, <laughs> I was, I was my picket fence, my like the fourth bridge. I just, I, I've, yeah. I've built. I think regular listeners to this show will feel like you've been painting that fence for quite a long time now. Because every time I went, because I did one uh, court and then it bloody rained all bloody week. So then I uh, had to, and also I had to cut up a load of wood. I had to find the wood to replace the slats that are broken and I had to make it look exactly the same as the other slats. I had to paint them up. I've done an all right job. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what other uh, particular thing I flirted with over the weekend. Bit of cement. Whoa. I mixed cement for the first time, Luke. Okay. Talk us through the process. Oh, that hardens very quickly, doesn't it? <laughs> On a warm day. So what did you do I then? had like two seconds and it was hard. I was like, oh, fuck! I've fucked another... Bu-. So basically I had this bucket, I was mixing it in, and it would just harden, and I go, oh, fuck! I've fucked it again! How do you stop cement hardening? What, what, you keep it mixed. I mean, that's what cement mixes are for, aren't they? You just keep yeah. it... You, you, the cement just keeps mixing it and never solidifies. Um, but uh, yeah, you got to keep that shit moving, otherwise that cement ain't fucking going anywhere so it was amazing I was I was like I've never dicked around with cement any, uh, cement before it was really fun what were you doing it for? Uh, I was fixing a paving you, slab you that killed was, a man <laughs> I've done a Beth Jordash yeah I've, uh, <laughs> I was I, the paving outside the back was um, it was buggered so uh, it kept lifting up because the fucking ants have been at it. Bloody ants have been at it, Luke. That's some ants. Uh, just, <laughs> I've been, digging around, been digging around in there, I swear. Uh, so that that went up. Um, so I glued, glued that down with cement and also I fixed a fence post to the floor. And it just all went it, it all went as expected. But I'm just very surprised how quick and how um, how burning. I, I forget, it's quite strong alkali, isn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, it's a little good for you. burn your hand, no. Um, it was um, all over my hands. So you've... 
you've stepped up the the uh, the DIY to cement now. Cement boy. Did you go? Yeah. To the, did you just go to the hardware store and buy all the powder and all the stuff you need? No, I literally just bought one of those uh, one of those, uh, ones for the boys who don't know what they're doing. Uh, that costs ten times the amount of normal cement uh, in a because uh, you need sand and stuff. It's it basically it's just a cement that's in. Uh, a big bucket, and you mix. You've got these two bags, and yeah. you just sling. A all bigger the water boy would never use that, would they? No, God, no. They'd mix their own. Yeah, but God knows. Maybe that's the next step for you. Um, so, <laughs> so, I, so fair enough. You've been painting a fence. Mm. Why is the paint still all over you? I, can't, I, can't, I, I tried rubbing it off with white, um, white spirit. Whatever. I think a little burpy there. Sorry, <laughs> when did you? When did you? Whenever paint? I say white spirit, the white spirit comes out of you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's those red, fucking pink pickled onions. <laughs> when, when did you? When did you actually paint the fence? Uh... A day. No, I, I did a bit of touching up, so to speak, uh, yesterday. Yeah. So you just thought to myself, yourself, oh, fuck it, I'll just go out covered in paint. I can't. I, what do you want me to do? Just get in the we shower? Can't, we are, I had a film. Uh, I tried. It just Stop flexing your bicep. It's not, it doesn't look cool. You flex your bicep. I'm trying to break the paint break off. The paint off your bicep by flexing. Finn, I had a film a fin. A film film a fin. I had a film with a fin uh, earlier, and he didn't have an end for the video. I went, i got an end for your video. I'm clearly covered in paint. <laughs> I'll explain why I'm covered in paint. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how much of a grafter Finn is, by the way? Yeah, he is. On 3 a.m., was Sunday it? night he worked till 3 a.m. because of the lionesses. Yeah. Yeah. And he was back in the office at 8 on Monday morning. Yeah. Well, he got, he got me... He got... Uh, yeah, he got me in. He got me in early, and he didn't have stuff ready. And I was like, "You got stuff ready," but I didn't realise he'd finished the three. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Finn, that is ridiculous, mate. I, I'm li- so sorry. I had a little pop at him first thing as well, <laughs> and, I, and then he, he kind of mumbled something, and I was like, "Oh, what time did you finish up last night?" Three. So, oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realise Finn's a bit of me. Yeah, he's just a bit of a silly boy, and it's um, it's what do you very mean by that? satisfying. He's just um, you're quite hapless. You, you tell him off for being late for stuff. <laughs> I don't tell him off for being late for stuff. I, I tell him off for being... He's not here to defend himself, so we right, shouldn't okay, expect him to yeah. But he's, he's... He isn't... Let me just put this away. He's a brilliant, brilliant person. He's, and a he's, brilliant worker, he's the best. But he's not the most organised of people. Right. And, and, so, you t- and you tell him off uh, last week before the sports and I was like, oh, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, my boy. Fun. Listen, Prin, you keep yes. this up. We'll get him in that early grave. <laughs> no, because there's a, running, yes. there's a running trope where he's always... he oh, He's got a catchphrase, which is... Yeah, yeah. You go ahead, I'll catch you up. He's never quite finished. Anyway, let's take a break. Right. When we come back, we're going to do an email about grave robbery, and it's nothing to do with Finn. I'll be right with you. <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. 
Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, we're back with the Luca Pete Show, and it's about this time on the old uh, on the old Luca Pete Show we do eat a couple of emails here and there. When we can we bother? We don't always do it. Uh, and I think a lot of the, the, lot of the charm, a lot of the quote-unquote charm mm. about this show yeah. is that people listening gen, like, generally just don't know what's going to happen and where <laughs> we're going to do stuff. Yeah. Sometimes we'll say an email, we'll yeah. think of something else, yeah. and we won't ever go back to it. <laughs> and then you get stick online for it. And it's like, just enjoy it, guys. That's true. Why does everything have to be so regulated? <laughs> Why does everything have to be so traditional? Out, dude. You're talking to two people who were told they'd never have a career in broadcasting because <laughs> they weren't good enough. When they were broadcasting. Yeah, this is after we were actually doing it. <laughs> so anyway, do you want to read the email or do I want you to? You get it out, yeah. I'll did, react. did you read up the email address or not bother? Uh, yeah, hello at lukeandpeachshow.com. You can also get in touch at lukeandpeachshow on the Twitter. Yeah. And okay. Instagram. Yeah. Do so this is about grave robbery. Um, and it's from Chris, who says, hello Luke and Pete. Hello the Luke and the Pete. Um, your recent email from a police officer got me thinking about the weirdest case I've been involved with. Mm. Whenever a police officer emails him, we always get a load of follow-ups. People are interested in that. That's thing. true, yeah, yeah, Do you remember the bread toilet thing, for example? Oh, yeah, wiping the toilet with the bread. Yeah. Um, so Chris says, I'm a detective working for, a, for the Victoria Police in Melbourne, Australia, or as they call it over there, Australia. <laughs> and I've uh, been on the force for a little over a decade. The standard uh. of crimes that we investigate are things like burglaries, robberies, and assaults. Earlier this year, however, we had a series of grave robberies from the local cemetery mm. in which the offender broke into a number of crypts, forced open the coffin. Crept in the crypts. And stole human heads. Oh, we don't like that. For we what don't purpose, for I have no idea. Even the most experienced officers on the force had never heard of such a crime being committed in living memory. Mm. The case is still before the court, so I can't go into too much detail beyond what's already been released to the media. But thankfully, we were able to solve the case and recover their heads. I'd love to know what other weird and wonderful crimes your listeners have been involved in. Also, I found a pair of full wind batteries in my baby's portable white noisemaker. Doubt they're a new player, but I don't recall hearing about them before. Well, you're not going to hear about that today, Chris, because we did it on a Thursday. So if you want to re-email in, you're welcome to. Mm. Uh, otherwise, we will not be checking them. <laughs> Pete, what do you think inspires someone to go into a crypt and go after those sweet heads? Yeah, I... I've... You've got to really want a head, haven't you? You've yeah. got to really want them heads. It reminds me of... What was that? Was it a journalist or something who died in the 80s and he had his legs stolen? <laughs> and they got replaced with pipes. Do you remember? No, because I don't remember because that never happened. It did. It got they got replaced by pipes. Do you remember the journalist in the eighties who died, got his legs stolen, and they replaced I them with pipes? Oh, it, God, it, it, it doesn't even make any fucking sense. It does make sense. There's no sense. point to the story. It does make sense. Oh nuts! I can't remember the bloody. Ah, oh, so, never mind. So what I'd be interested to know, mm. to the extent that I am actually interested in this story, <laughs> is that. If you're going into a crypt... Alistair Cook. Right. He, captain of England cricket team. No. 
He's a British American writer. Right. And he did, he did Letters from America. I want to hear the story because almost certainly the actual story is going to be ever so slightly okay. different yep. and they're going to make yep. sense All right. to what you remember. Yeah. Go on. In 2005, the New York Daily News reported that the First bond... of all, in the 80s, you said. Well, that was when it was reported. When, when did he die? Uh, 2004. All right. He died at the age of 95. That's decent. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. He died. Yeah. Decent. Decent. Yeah. Decent. Good. Um, yeah. He, uh, the New York da- Daily uh, News reported that the bones of Cook and many other people, I mean, this guy's super famous. Right. Uh, many other people have been surgically removed before cremation by employees of Biomedical Tissue Services of Fort Lee, New Jersey, a tissue recovery firm. The, the thieves sold the bones for use as medical, medical grade bone grafts. Hmm. And, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a high risk play because the cancer from which Cook, Cook actually died from had spread through his bones. So like, I, I I there's not worth shit. Just my luck. But they got replaced. They got replaced with um, pipes. That is. I can only apologise, Peter. You've remembered a story properly, and it's actually <laughs> proven of. to have happened. You were 25 yeah. years out. Modern day grave robbery. Yeah, amazing. That's basically how a lot of um, surgical developments and, and improvements were made, isn't it? Well, back people, in the day, yeah. yeah. People I mean, actually... back in the day, though. I mean, well, like donations 1800s. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, 1800s. Yeah. I mean, it's still part. Of, people have donated their body for science. Yeah. Or. or Basically, my, robbed graves and given them away. Well, my, my mum and dad were, they said they were down on the list for, uh, for, um, to be given to like Newcastle University. Um, and then they, they, they take, took themselves off because it would be too much of a pain for me and my sister. I was like, they're just constantly, yeah. they're worried about how, how much stuff is in the loft. How is when they die? It's like, well, it's like, to my, be honest, I'm not, mum, I'm not, you're not going to be in the back of the fiat. Someone will come and pick you up yeah. from the place where they're supposed to be picked up from. Well, just a normal conversation with your mum, isn't it? <laughs> just a normal Donaldson family conversation. So you had a row because your mum wanted to donate her body to medical science. Yeah. And you said, I'm happy with that. It's no problem. And she yeah. said, no, it'd probably be a hassle for you. Yeah. And what did you do then? Sit down and have your dinner? Did you, what, just, yeah, just on me born. Is that a conversation that normal families have? Well, it's just, it would have been a nice thing for them to do, but they just, it's like, oh, it's too much fucking, too much fucking admin. I was like, you'll be dead. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You know yeah. what? I'll probably need something to distract myself. Would that they be are a, demented. What, are you going to drive your dead, bo- dead mother? I, to I the, think they need to, to go home. <laughs> <You> gonna... <laughs> I, think they, I think we need to have a conversation. I think they need to go. <laughs> I think they need to go. Because they're just, they're just, they just rub themselves up the wrong way. They just spend their days just rubbing themselves up the wrong way. So you, you responded by saying, presumably because you'll be grief-stricken because your mother's passed away. Yeah. You would, it'd be better to have something to do, but yeah. what you mean stick your mum in the back of the Fiat 500 and drive her to Newcastle Who University? Who knows if Wordle still going to be there? It doesn't work like that. Yeah. You can't just dro- walk into the reception with a dead person and go, they want her to be here. That's my point. I'm not going to be doing the admin, are they? I'll just sign a form, someone will come around with a clipboard and they'll have them, f- they'll have them in the van. <laughs> they'll have them in the refrigerated van. And you'll go, right, all I've got to do now is sort out the attic. I just got... Sort out the right, attic. Right, that's done. But what would you do for the service? What? What would you do about the service? I go, oh, I've got the wrong order. She's already gone. Well, I don't know. What do you mean for the service? Use some pipes. Sing a song. <laughs> Sing a song. I'll make, I'll make my own papier-mâché mum. I don't feel comfortable talking Dead about mom. this because I really like your mum. Right. She's really lovely. Yeah. And I feel like you've got the room which to comment on this because she's your mum. Okay. But I don't feel like I have Look, the, you got the permission. The, the floor is open for you to criticise my mum for some reason. What's in her attic? What's in the <laughs> I attic? I don't know. Because you know what my mum does as a tactic, read the attic. Right. Because hers is exactly the same. Mm. And um, what happens is, 
when she knows I'm coming for the weekend, mm. she'll, she'll get leave, some she'll shit leave out down the from stuff. the attic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, no, but it's worse than that. She just put it in my car. <laughs> she put it in the, in the, in the boot of the car. Yeah. So I won't notice I've got back. <laughs> I'll just put this stuff in. Oh, by the way, and it'll, it'll be done like this. Last time you came, you left a t-shirt here. Mm. Okay, so I've washed it for you and I've put it in that bag. All right? I'll go and put it in the car for you. The bag is like one of those fucking hippo bags right. outside of your, yeah, your yeah, house yeah, when you have the yeah, building yeah, work yeah. done and it's full of shit. <laughs> Absolutely full of stuff. <laughs> and then if that doesn't work, she'll do the old, I'm probably just going to chuck all this away. I'm like, Mama, don't do that because it might be some memories in there yeah. you know, and I haven't got time to look at it now. Mm. It's in the attic. That's what the attic is Copies for. of a razzle. Yeah, could be. You never know, could be. Um, anyway, Peter, anyway, that's Peter, it. Peter, anyway. Let's get out of here. Let's get let's out just, of here. Let's all just right, get cool. going because I, I don't really like the idea of you talking about your parents passing away and all that well, I don't like stuff. it either. Yeah. But it's something we're going to have to deal with. Yeah. Well, we're all going to have to <laughs> deal with it at some point. Me and you, we're going to have to deal with the bodies. Hey, which of us do you think will die first? Uh, it's going to be me, isn't it? Why? Asthma. You seen that? What? Was it, that's fine though, isn't it? Putting yeah, pressure on that, isn't it? Putting pressure on that. Yes, Why do you think I'm older than you as well? That's true, yeah. Why don't we do a Twitter poll? We're both from very shitty areas. It's true. <laughs> so that, you know, life expectancy and all that. Yeah. You have yeah. more ailments than me, though. I do. I have more things to up. I, like, I think. Um, Yours death by a thousand cuts. I've cl- I've clearly. I, I was I was sort of doing it. I can't sing certain notes. I think we were talking about this before. Yeah. Everybody by uh, by Backstreet's back Backstreet Boys. Uh, oh, the there's, rock there's a, the, your body. Rubber, yeah, there's, yeah. There's a certain note that I can never hit. Did you used to be able to hit it? <clears throat> yeah. 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 So, so you got like, a bit of Robert Plant going. I've on. got a polyp. It's clearly I've got a polyp. No, it's just because it's just because your vocal cords change as you get older. No, 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 no. I can do the note above. I can do the note below. It's a polyp. So well, it's, show, it's, it's, show us this then. I can't. I can't. I can't. Well, you can't, I can't just say the that. You can't tell. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's, just, it's that little. And you I used like to you've got, I used to, you've got emphysema. What are you no, doing? I've definitely, so I've de- so there's definitely something wrong with vocal cords. I, you know, I make my money by doing, using my voice a lot of the time, so I should really look into it. And so I was like, you should look into it. Like, I, yeah. I had a polyp, I, you know, I, I got treated for it, it was fixed. Uh, all good, lo- lovely stuff. That sounds like a polyp. I was like, Sarah, that's, that's I've got a very long list. Yes. And that is a, that's very much in the... That would be nice, wouldn't it, Colin? <laughs> Sorry, you just said you spend, you make your money from your voice a lot of the time. How, right. how else are you making money? There's nothing I was else you do. do a, a very erotic uh, little building fences, <laughs> <laughs> DIY, <laughs> yeah, reselling, uh, reselling IPTV on the internet. Yeah. No, I don't know. You make all your money from that beautiful voice. Yeah, I know. That beautiful northeastern lilt. Mm. It's not quite Newcastle, is it? I wish, I, yeah, I, wish I, I wish it was just that, though, wasn't it? You it's not just like the Geordie. Meetings and stuff. No, but what I'm saying is if you had a proper Geordie accent, right. I think you'd make more money. I think you'd have made more money for voiceovers because of the Big Brother thing. He's from Billingham. Yeah, but you said also with him, you said no one actually puts really it, talks oh, no, like he, he puts it. He puts a silly voice on. But yeah. so do you when you're doing your voiceovers. No, that. I don't. I just express myself. I don't sort of up my accent, do I? I, I just sort of go, hello, here's the information. I'm not embarrassed by me giving you that information because a lot of people, when they do voiceovers, they mumble through because they're a bit scared to, to uh, emote. Okay, say, say in your normal voice, uh-huh. hello, here's some information. Hello, hello, here's some information. Now do it as your voiceover voice. Hello, here's some information. Yeah, exactly. It's but totally I'm not upping my accent, am I? I don't think people listening know there's so much difference between voiceover stuff and normal stuff. Yeah, because, because, because some people are just embarrassed at selling information, and I don't think you should be. 
We're literally in the information business. We're literally in the information <laughs> business. Fucking Tony Robbins. Absolutely. I'm Alastair Cook. <laughs> we legs are pipes. We legs are pipes. Right, let's get out of here. We'll be right. back on Thursday for more of this nonsense. If you've got any in- in- interesting information you want to share with us, it's hello at lukeandpicture.com. If you've got a strong opinion, negative or mm. positive, about anything we've talked about today or indeed any other day, hello at lukeandpicture.com as well. Uh, we are at Luke and Peach on the social media. And we'll look forward to seeing you over there too. Uh, have a lovely, uh, what will it be, three days between yeah. now and Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see you next time. We're looking forward to that. Peter, say goodbye. Goodbye, Peter. It's goodbye from me too. The Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.